Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag college football. We are all hurting for the Floyd family and, and our country. You know, I can speak for our entire staff and our team in that regard for sure. Where there are people, there's going to be hate. There's going to be racism and greed and jealousy and crime and so on because we live in a sinful, fallen world. We've had so much bad news. I'm glad I don't have social media because my reaction would probably jump on social media and say things I shouldn't say and regret. And I'm glad I don't have that. Davo Sweeney right there, head coach of the Clemson Tigers. And in addition to that, they were dealing with the uh, the news that broke nationally, although they all knew about it, apparently. Clemson assistant coach Danny Perriman apologized after word spread on social media of an incident in which he used a racial slur during a 2017 practice. Yeah, I think he repeated a racial slur. He did, but did not... Repeated at the player who used it. Uh, former tighter, tight end DJ Greenley said it was a heated argument during practice. Me and coach got into it, and I was speaking with one of my teammates. He heard me use the N-word back and basically tried to correct me by saying the N-word back. So, Perriman did offer an apology uh, afterwards. Speaking of social media, Oklahoma State linebacker, uh, has tested positive for COVID-19 after attending a protest in Tulsa over the weekend. We were talking about this yesterday, PK. There wasn't a lot of social distancing going on in these protests. And as it turned into rioting and looting, there's no social distance. There's no uh, mass. And so how is this all going to work out? And, well, for one athlete, there's a positive test right there. There are other athletes coming up with positive tests, two Marshall football players, and one employee at Marshall tested positive for the coronavirus last week, too. They've restarted voluntary workouts at Marshall. <laughs> Isn't there always going to be somebody who is testing positive? Yes. Do you think we'll ever have a time where it's not? Uh, not for the foreseeable future, I wouldn't think. I think the reaction is different. You know, now that there's more PPE and now that there's more uh, ventilators and now the hospital beds... Uh, seem to be available. I mean, Rudy Gobert tested positive. Donovan tested positive, and they shut the whole league down. Now I think they're going to isolate people individually, and I expect everything's going to keep going. Now, if 40 people on a football team test positive, will they handle it differently? I don't know what will happen there. I guess we'll find out if we get to that point. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. None of us have a crystal ball, and we have to acknowledge that there's some unique features of this virus that we can't predict. But if we were to continue to track on the course that we seem to be right now, I feel optimistic about us being back and playing football this fall and on on the schedule that we've outlined. So that's what we're working toward. That's what we're preparing for. Again, a lot of work, as you mentioned, going in, working very, very collaboratively with the NFL Players Association because we have exactly the same goals in this situation. But yes, I am still personally very optimistic that we'll be playing football in the fall of 2020. It's Alan Sills. He's the chief medical officer for the NFL. And the NFL announcing that they're going to be holding training camps. All the teams are going to be at their main practice facilities. More than half the league is already there, but 
there's still about 10 teams or so that go away. The Cowboys always go to California. That's one of the, the big ones. But the Chiefs leave. The Packers the leave. Panthers have always teams. gone to Wofford College or something like that. NFL players not expected to return to their team facilities until training camp, according to a report from ESPN's Adam Schefter. So there you go. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. We need to play basketball. We want to play basketball. We're on our Zoom meetings Thursdays and Sundays, and our guys want to do it, but we also understand there's so many scenarios, and and we're all anxiously waiting to find out where we sit in that. And then, you know, whatever the course of action that happens, we'll we'll continue to find ways to get better as an organization with our guys. Atlanta Hawks coach Lloyd Pierce saying they need to play basketball, but it looks like eight teams aren't going to be doing that. So we're going to have to adjust somehow come up with some alternative plan. No, they're going to be in the NIT. We already decided that. (laughs) Regional games being played. NBA continuing to model a 22-team format. Resume the season in Orlando. The July 31 date has been thrown out there in Link. You ready for the finals to go to October 12th, PK? No, but if I have to, yes. That's much later than we had heard. We'd Heard the Labor Day weekend was originally leaked, and then there was talk about mid-September, which is really when the NFL gets going because they don't play Labor Day weekend. So mid-September made sense. A little surprising here mid-October. It did. I would agree with that. It was a little bit of an eyebrow raise. It's not outrageous. It's not like, oh, my gosh, what are they doing? But, yeah, I agree with you. It, it's funny. I mean, the circumstances are what they are, obviously. But, the, you know, to, uh, Christmas Day start to get away from the NFL, and here they are finishing the season now i understand it's a unique set of circumstances that hopefully will never happen again but for this one time it does seem that it's stretched out a little longer if they're talking about being in the same city and being in the same campus basically if they could find a way to play more games sooner so i haven't seen the a to z model but obviously i saw the october 12th date it does seem like it uh, is stretched out you can kind of back some of that up, you know, assuming about two weeks for uh, each of the playoff series. So that means conference finals are going to be in late September. The second round is going to be in early September. I assume they're still going to go with seven-game series for all of these. Certainly for the finals, that's what they're talking about. I would think they want as many playoff games as possible. But I think this is leaving room for at least two or three weeks of regular season games and my guess is they're going to have a week in there for some kind of play-in tournament, which I would think at least in the early stages would, you know, one game and have the uh, kind of the NCAA model. So as soon as the game starts, you know, it's on and somebody's done in two and a half hours. So although some teams could be there, two teams would be there until October 12th. I also think it's pretty clear now that uh, like 14 teams are going to be gone by Labor Day. Yeah, and I would like that. That would be fun for an entertainment standpoint, which is all I really care about. So I would be interested in that. I would hope that under this scenario, they don't do it like they do it regularly, where the finals are scheduled to begin on uh, a given date, and it doesn't change if both conferences sweep. You know, they still set the date. I would like this date to be maybe if both conferences or however they do it, the two remaining teams, if they finish off their series early, rather than wait to an assigned date to move it up. So, 
I, I'm totally with you. If you end up with like, sometimes they'll be like five days off before the finals. Now the Jazz had 10 that year because they started earlier and swept and the Bulls started a little later and needed seven to beat the Pacers. If you end up with a seven games conference final, there's nothing you can do. But you're right. If there's two five game conference finals, don't don't need to sit around, do we? Let's, no, let's not in going. this circumstance. So, you know, that is, wor- I don't want to say worst case, longest case with the seventh game. Uh, but if they can find a way to start them earlier because of uh, ball clubs on both sides advancing quicker, that I think that would be good. Uh, we can get into this later in the show, but there have been a lot of proposals kicked around. They're looking to give the teams that have had the better seeds here, give them some kind of advantage. Now, the first advantage they get to keep is, you know, they get to play the lowest seed, right? One gets to play eight, which most years is better than four playing five, although we've seen some ones lose to snakes. Uh, so they've got that, but, you know, how do you, the equivalent of home game for a, a pivotal game five. Game five has to be pivotal when it's 2-2. Two, two. It's, it's the law. Or, uh, obviously, a decisive game seven. So they, they got all kinds of goofy stuff out there. I'm not sure I like most of it, PK. It's pretty gimmicky stuff. We can get into it, but they were coming up with some pretty off-the-wall stuff, although none of it's made it out of the competition committee to the Board of Governors, so maybe none of it's very serious. What do you either. mean? You don't want to pick your own hotel? That would be the easiest one because it wouldn't really impact the competition. So that's the one, you know, and I haven't been down there, but I'm sure there's some high-end hotels down there. And if you're going to be there, if you're one of the better teams, you're going to be there for two months, I guess, yeah, you got the nicest hotel. But I got to imagine Disney World's got a lot of high-end hotels, so I don't even know that that stuff's that big a deal. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Chicago Cubs owner Tom Ricketts pushed back on the perception the baseball teams are cash cows, saying the annual revenues are mostly put right back into the teams. Here's something I, this is a quote, here's something I hope baseball fans understand. Most baseball owners don't take money out of their team. They raise all the revenue they can from tickets and media rights, they take out their expenses, and they give their money left to the GM to spend. The league itself does not make a lot of cash. I think there's a perception that we hoard cash, we take money out, and it's all sitting in a pile we've collected over the years. Well, it isn't because no one anticipated a pandemic. No one expects to have to draw down on the reserves from the past. Every team has to figure out a way to plug the hole. Close quote. I can already hear a couple of baseball agents. Why don't we just start, start with Scott Boris saying, yeah, but what about the value of your franchise? Obviously, that goes up and up and up and up. Yeah. Yeah. Major League Baseball Players Association has reportedly embraced the proposal from owners to play only a regional schedule during the 2020 season. So AL East, NL East, AL West, NL West, that kind of stuff. And we're going to see a lot of games uh, you know, in this part of the country. The Rockies, the Diamondbacks will go to the Pacific Coast and, uh, and play both divisions. But less travel, more games in the home market starting at a, uh, what is for most people a more convenient time. No more of the, the Dodgers in New York, Philly, and Atlanta with first pitch at 4.30. Yeah, I think what they should do, you know, Denver's eight hours. And if you really, if you drive super fast, you can get to the Phoenix area. Well, PK and if you're not going to have a whole bunch of, stand, bunch of stand people in the stands, hey, what better ballpark than our ballpark? Bring them on in. Let's go. Cut down the That'd travel. That would be so awesome. Cut down the That'd travel. Sweet. Neutral site. Rockies and the Athletics. You guys weren't really going to pack the park in either place anyway. 
Number one, you aren't going to draw that many for that series. Number two, you aren't going to be allowed to draw that many for that series. So number three, let's come on to Salt Lake. Yeah, who was the Mariners came here for a game with the Rockies, right? Correct. Well, yeah. Yes, it was a beautiful March day. Yeah. It was Saturday, if I remember, and the place was packed. Chop. Uh, trend, what is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Utah wide receivers coach Guy Holiday is going to join us coming up at 8 o'clock. Utah players coming back to campus, getting ready here in a little more than a week. And Brian Keel, former BYU and NFL linebacker, is going to join us at 9 o'clock. Restarting football. We'll talk with these guys. Stay with us. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.